The material provided today is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered legal or financial advice. Consult with a financial professional for your own needs. Johnny Sestina and Company disclaims any and all liability for the interpretation and use of the content provided today. I need help getting out of my student loan I'm debt. so worried. How am I going to afford taking care of my When's parents? When's a good time to get into the market? I'm really not sure when I should start taking my Social Security. I wonder if I have enough insurance. I wonder when I can retire. It's time to talk about your money. Managing to be wealthy. Our team of fee-only financial planners is ready to help you to create better financial habits. Envision your long-term goals and understand money management better than ever. Our resident hosts of Johnny, Sestina, and Company are on deck to show you the way. Welcome to Managing to be Wealthy. This is Tyler Cook with you, joined by a cast of characters today. It's a special day here on the show. More on that in a moment. But with me in studio, John Sestina, Cole Hammock, Tony Payne, and joining us via phone, Craig Konstantinovich. And all the way from Seattle, Washington, Mr. Stephen Lucan. So, gentlemen, thank you for being here. It's good to be here. This is cool. Where Absolutely. Are we? <laughs> John, John doesn't know where he is. I know Stephen's in Seattle. Wake up, John. Craig's, Craig's big, do, doing busy things here in Columbus. You know, that's what Craig does. Tony's here. He's it's late. He's late, you. but he's here. Yeah, it's, you know, normal. I'm here. Fashionably late. Stephen, can you hear us out there? Sure can. Coming in loud and clear. Well, People might be wondering, why are we all here together? It's a lot of the familiar hosts you've heard over the years of 11 years now of doing this show. And so today is a uh, kind of a bittersweet moment for us because it's the last time that the local listeners here in Ohio will hear us over these airwaves on 610 WTVN. Uh, more on that in a moment. But, uh, you know, we, we going forward, there still will be a show. We'll talk about that. There's going to be a little different format than what you're used to these previous 11 years. But I want to take a walk down memory lane if we can, because I still remember, John, 11 years ago when you said, hey, we're doing a radio show. And I just kind of looked like you know, deer in the headlights, like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about in a radio show? Because then you asked, you're going to be on it. You didn't ask. You just told us. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could, just just let's go back in, in that time machine and just, you know, how did we get here? How did this radio show come about? Well, I think originally uh, someone from TVN approached me. I forget who it was. And they asked me if I'd be interested in so I signed up to do it, thinking it would be wonderful. And then I sat down behind the microphone all by myself, <laughs> waiting for phone calls and people to show up and such. And uh, that's how it started. Yeah, it's, uh, again, 11 years, just going back in time. Cole, you were still in high school. Uh, it turns out if it's uh, 2011, I would have just graduated. I, I was officially in college. Okay. I, I finally did the math. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Old timer Cole. It's yeah, fewer gray hairs. <laughs> you had long hair back then too. This, yeah, yes, yeah. It was a, it was a time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, just on a serious note too, just big thank you to iHeartMedia, to everybody here at Six Ten WTVN, to all the producers. Mike's been here with us last four or five years, but before that, it was it was Tom, it was Bob, Campy. I mean, I'm sure I'm missing names, guys, but. Just great people, great people here at the studio, and, and learned a lot from them. Uh, certainly coming into this, I knew nothing. Most of us knew nothing. John had done some shows before, so I'm sure he knew a little bit. But uh, they took us under their wing and coached us and, and taught us a lot about what it actually meant to, to put on a show like this. It's a lot of work. And so they do a lot of work on the back end for us. And just, just uh, again, thank you to everybody here at, at iHeart and 610 WTVN. Amen. What about, who am I going to pick on now that, <laughs> that Mike won't be here sitting across from me? Well, there'll still be a show. So on, on that note, uh, we're going to kind of change the format going forward, right? So 
Uh, we're going to use a, a podcast format and format. And we've also, for the years, John, you've actually talked about this, is we get into a lot of complex topics and deep dive on certain things. And a visual aspect to that, a visual aid would be really helpful. And so we've decided we're going to use a, a YouTube type platform uh, for the visual aspect so that people can can see the things that we're discussing and do some deeper dives uh, with that visual aid. So there'll still be the podcast. You can still go to managingtobewealthy.com, check that out. And then again, for more updates, you'll learn more about what our platform looks like going forward with, with YouTube and actually get to kind of see us, not just hear us. Very cool. There'll be like leather chairs and a fireplace in the background, <laughs> sipping like on whiskey kind of thing. <laughs> Classy. I'll be in my rocker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, any thoughts out there in Seattle? Uh, you summed it up nicely, Tyler. I, the, the number one thing that stands out to me has been the experience of the art of broadcasting, right? It's, it's so important. Uh, and the content, you have to make sure there's content. I was always terrified about not having enough content, but the experience and the uh, relationship with uh, WTVN and iHeart has been fantastic and uh, nothing but great things. Mr. Payne? Oh, man, this is going to be fun. You, we're going to have more fun. We have fun today. We're going to have more fun tomorrow. That's been the key here, I think, with you guys and just talking this financial stuff, which maybe could be a little dry, maybe could be a little boring. I think we're trying to make it fun here, and I look forward to continuing to do that with you guys. Yeah, on that note, John, too, I, you know, you talked, somebody reached out to you from WTVN to get rolling, and but just the, the, the why. Talk more about the why. Why did you want to do this? Well, as you know, uh, education regarding financial planning has been my life goal. And so starting a financial planning practice was just that. I come from an education background. That is, I believe the client should be educated on all aspects of his finances. And so I wanted to start there. And so I taught at the Ohio State University. I did extended courses and so on and so forth. Uh, did videotapes and all kinds of other nonsense. And so when the radio came along, I saw this as an opportunity to reach out to more people and go into a little more depth on some of the things that would help them out. So that's kind of the why I started the, the radio part. Didn't know it was gonna be so much work. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I was shocked with because you said the I think Stephen the content part right this just trying to you know figure keep, out what are we what are we going to talk about keep right? it fresh yeah right? but then you you kind of dive back into okay well what do we do every day right, right. And that's I hope that's what people have gathered here you know the, the local <clears throat> listeners here in Ohio and by the way this is you know all across Ohio not just here in Central Ohio the signal with six ten WTVN goes goes uh, all across the state all across the state so I, I hope people have have been able to see what it is financial planning is about and have taken away some, uh, maybe some things that actually they've used in their own own planning. Like Steven, I think you're you're the one that always says, right? You Everybody need, needs a financial plan, but you don't necessarily need to pay somebody to do it for you, right? So hopefully along the ways people people have listened and, and taken some uh, some of that advice to heart and actually you know put it to use in their own their own planning. I'd like to interject and say it's also what we don't talk about. All we hear on the broad, uh, that's broadcast is usually hot stock tips, buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. That's not what it's about. And that's, that's the other side of it is we were able to create content for a financial plan, not just investment markets. Yeah, that's because the studio never gave us a soundboard to, to hit the buy, buy, buys. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need the levers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we can do that now with the visual piece, right? <laughs> yeah, well, That'll be you in the, in the background. Box. How about yeah. a jack in the box? That'd be nice pop up. Right. Well, I think on, on that piece too, it's, it's funny, but, you know, just recently, like to the point about what we don't talk about, Stephen, have you guys 
got any like you know compliments or thank yous for you know, telling people, hey, maybe you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't put all your money in Bitcoin. Yeah, just a couple maybe days just, ago. Maybe yeah. just as much as you're willing to lose, right? Has there, have you heard it? You got, oh, you did get a thank yeah, you. Yeah, just a couple of days oh. ago. Yeah, I got an email. It probably would have been sometime last year, probably before Thanksgiving, you know, when things really started trailing downward. They shot us an email, said, hey, uh, what do you think about getting into Bitcoin? Like, well, just with uh, the, the lack of regulation, there's no fundamentals to it. You know, probably don't. They didn't. It's down 70% over the last 12 months, so we actually <laughs> got to thank you. Um, so yeah, that's <laughs> I feel pretty good about that one. It wasn't on any Christmas cards I got, but yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, I feel like it's FTX it is logo on the back. You didn't get that one, right? No, I Ooh, did nice. just get back from Miami though, and that logo was everywhere still. It was kind of disconcerting. Well, they're still giving away about, free hats. Well, yeah, to think about how big they were though. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, well, I bring that up in a in a context of kind of going back in that time machine because. Certainly 11 years ago, we weren't really talking about crypto on this show, were we? No, sir, we were not. Mm -hmm. Back then, it was all about real estate. Because real estate was the only place you could make money. It was always going up. Never lose money. Ain't making it anymore. It's still, always something. Still talking about that one. I know. And I was I was even thinking of, of gold. It was, we got, oh, my ooh. Lord. So we're, we're going to talk more about that here in a second. We got, <laughs> we got some interesting calls about gold uh, back, geez, what, I'm trying to do the math on the year, 2011. And then you can kind of see what's what's gone on in our world in the last 11 years. We're going to talk more about that because it's it's pretty interesting when you talk about these things in a longer context and see what's really changed and what's stayed the same. So more on that when we come back. You're listening to Managing to be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. You're listening to Managing to be Wealthy with fee-only financial planners of Johnny, Sestina, and company. If you're looking for the latest stock tip or how to time the market, you've come to the wrong place. If you want help navigating all the moving pieces of what makes a financial plan successful, tune in and take notes. Welcome back to Managing to be Wealthy. This is Tyler Cook with you today, joined by the crew, John Sestina, Cole Hammock, Tony Payne, Stephen Lucan, and Craig Konstantinovich. Again, a special show today. Last time you'll hear us on these local airwaves. The show will continue. So, again, visit managingtobewealthy.com for future updates and check out what we're going to be doing going forward. But, guys, I said memory lane. We got to keep going down that path because 11 years ago, I just think personally what's changed a lot in my life in 11 years. And uh, certainly we all have those stories. Uh, but over the years, we got some, some great calls because back when we first got started, let's go back in that time machine. Uh, first of all, I was sweating bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those days. Sitting next to John because it was, it was live 6 p.m. Every Sunday, had to come down here at you know about four o'clock to get to get set up. And John, I was missing my Cowboys games on I Sunday. Know. I was like, "This is sacrifice. What am I? <laughs> what's going on here?" Uh, and then we get in that studio, and then that that red light came on, right on air. And then you know you, you've got to be on your game, right? So it's uh, it was interesting, but learned a lot, and, and you just never knew what what call was going to come in. I think I, I missed some of that a little bit that along was, the that way. That was actually the best part because you loved the the uh, surprise of the question is so stimulating also brought new information to the for forefront and you know what i learned through that too was the listeners here in ohio highly educated great questions a lot a lot of specific things that uh you know they, they had a base knowledge of but then again you could tell that they were actually thinking bigger picture and that that's to my comment earlier about trying to use some of these things we talk about in your planning but we got a lot of great questions some funny ones too right yes. some real funny ones over the years from our, our friends all across the state but tony any memories going back to 2011 just the young buck that you were oh yeah we went through a couple different cycles there 
I mean, we started to talk about it, but you think about back then there was the commodity cycle where it was oil or it was corn or copper and all these different things. And then we went through another cycle where, you know what, it was just by the U.S., by those big U.S. stocks maybe, and everybody's talking about technology. And then there were some times where no one wanted to talk about stocks at all because, oh, my, it was a recession or it was a cycle downward. And then, oh, my, the elections along the cycle, too, and the talking about the ups and downs there. Brexit in the uh, middle of all that. Remember Brexit? Right, right. <laughs> Anybody know what that is now? Cole? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> is I remember that Southern a... Breakfast? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new cracker. Right, right. <laughs> But no, these are these are all the kind of things, too, when we were going through them, the ups and downs, and you think about it in the moment. And this is where we can tie it back to everybody's plan. In the moment, it seems like that's all that matters. That's the biggest thing in front of you right then, whether it was Brexit, whether it was some crypto stuff, whether it was the oil markets going up or down. When you're in the middle of a cycle, it's hard to not necessarily see the bigger picture. And yeah. that's where we hopefully are able to zoom out a little and remind people of the bigger picture because over these 11 years, and John, you've been doing just planning a lot longer than that. You've seen a lot of cycles where everybody wants to chase something or get real excited about something, and it's really about staying true to your core, and that's hopefully what we're bringing to this through all these different cycles. Yes, I used to do a uh, an example when I was teaching at the university, and I did these, uh, what are they called, extension courses or something, and I would draw this long line on the board. And people would look, what's he doing? i say, now this is inflation. And they'd look at me like, okay. And of course I had the inflation line going up a little bit. And then I went into about the middle of the thing and I took about one half of an inch and I put two lines isolating that spot. I said, this is where you are now. And this is how you're perceiving things. And this is how you're making your judgments. And people do that about all investments, their whole life, about houses and cars and whatever else. Most people are very short-term thinkers, and financial planning is long-term. Investing is successful when it's long-term. True words. True words. I mean, we know it. We see it. But it's hard, John. It's hard when you're in the moment and everybody's going one way and they're talking about this new exciting thing. And, oh, man, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to miss out. It's hard. Uh, yeah, I think just going back down to— you know, back We have to, to do it, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Back to 2011, right? And what's— our role is, is being that consistent, calming voice, right? And I just think about it, Tony Kenny laid it out what happened in the last eleven years, but even just in our world, think how much social media has blown up in the last oh, yeah. eleven years, right? I mean, it's there were certain things there, but it's just a whole other level now. And uh, we talk about that too, just in terms of what that does to our kids and and the the mindset, John, that you're talking about with which is now, 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 right? Yep. Immediate <clears throat> gratification instead of delayed gratification. Those concepts apply to somebody's financial plan. Yep, and that's what we again another thing we've tried to express over these years with everybody listening and here in Ohio and and, and just you know, on the podcast too is it's all about discipline. It's all about discipline and staying the course. And and that's not just investing. Remember, it's, this show is not about investing, right? It's about comprehensive planning. And I think when you when you look at that from a, a bigger perspective, you really you just kind of, again trying to think through a few things of that I've seen over the years. It's the insights and 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 you've said this, John. Some of the best things that we've learned over the years come from the people we work with. Yes. Right. And, and that's the willingness to learn and be open and, and talk to each other. So just on that, on that vein or on that theme, I remember a call. <laughs> this is, we were live, right? We were live on the show and 
a little thing pops up on the chart there and you're like, okay, it's, you know, it's Bob and he's in Gahanna or wherever, right? Some the local city around here in Columbus. And he has a question about, and it's just like, you know, it's kind of a summary, right? Because you screen the call first, make sure they're not super crazy when they call in. <laughs> Responsible. <laughs> just enough yeah. to be fun. Just, just yeah. enough. Got to have a little little energy there. Uh, and he said he was a former gold broker. You guys remember this call? Yep. Former I remember gold the broker. story. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah. yeah. And we obviously were talking about gold because it was probably one of those peak things. And gold's going to 10,000 an ounce and all that craziness. And he said, there's three people that make money when it comes to gold. Right, the person who finds it in the ground actually discovers it. The company who mines it, right, the machinery. Like if you watch those shows on like Bering Sea Gold and all, I love those shows on Discovery <laughs> or History Channel, one of the two. Uh, so the person who who finds it, mines it, and the person who sells it to the sucker who buys it. Yep, it's pretty good. And that was how accurate is that? Because what has gold done the last eleven years? Anybody? Not much. You know, <laughs> pretty there, flat. Nothing. There was yeah. an article about Warren Buffett that I just read, and it was talking about his philosophy and how he makes decisions, and he talks about gold. And one of the times when this gold bug was running like crazy, and even now, it was stimulated by a war. And so people thought, well, if there's a war, you need to have gold because everything's going down. And so they tracked the price of gold during World War II. What do you think happened to it? I'm going to ask Professor Payne on that one. Probably went down. It actually went down, I thought. I think it went down a little bit, but it didn't go anywhere. And so that's what's so interesting. People are totally reactionary. Part of what we do, try to bring a level hand, calm hand, take it easy, think it through, look comprehensively, don't make any radical decisions, and then you won't regret them. Well said. Yeah. I think I brought this up on the show before about gold. It's one of those things where people buy when things are most fearful or when they're most fearful. That's usually when gold's the most expensive. Yes. <laughs> and then when do you get rid of it? It's not when things are fearful. You get rid of it when things are, are good yeah. or if you get rid of it at all, but then the price is down. Uh, That's kind of what we're seeing. You're describing the age-old philosophy of buy high, sell low. It's, it's <laughs> That's a really how you interesting win, right? philosophy. <laughs> yeah. Very good, Cole. Very yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Stephen, how about you, sir? Any, any uh, fond memories going back to 2011? I, I would say the evolution of the tax law. Look, ah. look how much has changed in the last 11 years with tax law and how it applies, again, to financial planning is to be fluid uh, from Roth conversions to HSAs, healthcare, all across the board. There's been so many changes in the last 11 years that you have to be fluid and you have to be flexible to be able to adjust to whatever tax law is on the table. Great point. Even though it was not pitched as a tax law, Obamacare is a tax law. And I remember talking about that a lot on the show, the big oh, yeah. changes with that and what that did to not only people's tax planning, but also just on the health insurance side of things. So that was a big topic over the years that we spent a lot of time and still talk about it because it's still relevant. So we'll get into more of this when we get back from the break. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. <laughs> Welcome back to Managing to Be Wealthy, your weekly financial planning radio show. Be sure to visit our website at managingtobewealthy.com. Top right section, there's a Take Action button where you can click the link to schedule a complimentary consultation with one of our certified financial planners to review our services and see if we may be a good fit to work together. Again, that's managingtobewealthy.com. All right, gentlemen, got the whole crew with me again here today. Going back down memory lane, Mr. Craig, 
what comes back to yep. your mind here, looking back to the last 11 years? Which, which were you here from day one, Craig? When, when did you get started on the show? I was not here from day one. I, I got started with the company in uh, May of 2013, and uh, probably my fondest memory, you kind of mentioned it, the, uh, the nerves, the anticipation of getting ready for the show, uh, and also sometimes the backlash of being on live air um, and saying something that may be a little bit ridiculous, like uh, <laughs> I believe at one point in time I may have even gone out and said, forget the exact context here, so bear that in mind, that it was relevant to what was being talked about, but uh, I believe I was quoted as saying, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Uh, which, <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. And I remember obviously Mr. Paying... doesn't come across well with all things being considered. I'm sure it was but... about taxes, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. I remember Tony going, whoa, 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 that's not what you meant. Yeah, we might have edited that one. I'm not sure. <laughs> it, it may have been. That one's it still in been. the archive. But here archive. we are still talking about it. So, But, I mean, no, it's... It, being on, on the air live, just the actual uh, experience of doing that here, I mean, you want to talk about being thrown into things and, and truly being put on your toes. I think I probably learned more within the first two months just having you guys push me to be on this show, everything else, than I may have learned in the last four years of education, um, just trying to get that experience and, and be as raw as I was. So. Uh, a lot that was learned and obviously a lot of things that have changed kind of since then, but uh, it's great that we were able to kind of always rely on kind of the core principles that we had here on the company and uh, we're able to deliver solid financial planning regardless of what chaos may be ensuing around us. Yeah, that, uh, you know, thrown into the fire, that's the Sestina method, right? <laughs> you know that? Right. Oh, yeah. Ready, fire, aim, something like that, John? You, you, you want to learn how to swim? <laughs> Come with me to the swimming pool. <laughs> John starts in the deep end. <laughs> Results not guaranteed. Not at, all. not at all. I'll throw you in and see what happens. Yes. <laughs> well, I guess that is a result guaranteed. Yeah. You're going to find out either way. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, to, or, uh, Stephen, you mentioned previously, just going back again to 2011 until now, you know, 11 years, the tax changes. We've actually had two big tax changes, right? So you had the Obamacare stuff and you had, you had the Trump tax plan. Those are two big you know, very different things in the middle. Some things actually continued even back from the Bush tax cuts back in 2001, way before the show, and we're still, we still have those things today. So there's been a lot of change there, but another one which is relevant to everybody's, you know, uh, process or, or day-to-day, -day, I should say, is inflation. So inflation, you know, 2011, a lot different than it is today. Oh, yeah. You remember me begging for them to raise rates, Tyler. <laughs> I do. You remember that. That's true. It's <laughs> not a lie. What, what are you saying It's different? <clears throat> The, the the rate. What was the rate? Two, one, maybe? One oh, and a half? You're talking about before. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. Oh. The before times. Yes. Yeah, well, now it's the same as it was in, like, what, 1987 or? Back a little further, right? Yeah, 70s. go back a yeah. couple of years. Yeah. So we have seen this exactly before. So this rate, this 7.7 .7 or whatever they're saying it is, isn't it interesting how they can quote that when eggs are 50% up? And they're saying your inflation rate is seven percent. Ask the homemaker; she'll tell you differently. And uh, recognize how desperate that makes people. I mean, if you have a limited income, you get a salary, and you're working, you know, like my dad in the coal mines or whatever, and you get your paycheck. And each week, it buys less and less and less. And you have a family at home, and you have light bills to pay, and heating bills to pay, and so forth. Just think of the desperation of that. Inflation is a deadly, deadly instrument. It kills everybody, not just not just the poor. 
and the rich slip by for a while, but it'll get them too. It'll catch up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Stephen, any thoughts? I, I, yeah. Yeah, I would like to say that I hate using that number. There is no number for inflation. It all lies within where you spend your money. That's right. And I, 20 years ago, John, I remember we were having this conversation with clients. College is going to inflate at 10% per year. And I had people telling me we're insane. Yeah. And we actually were underinflating it. And and I could tell the client, he just told me a couple of weeks ago, he said, I remember when you told me it would cost $28,000 a year and I thought you were crazy and and he goes, you were you were 100 percent correct. So inflation, you know, it lies within your your personal spending and where you spend your money, not what what the government's reporting or what you see on TV. So that's again the importance of understanding financial planning. Which is why I only buy rotisserie chicken from Costco. <laughs> inflation proof. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, it's the only food worth buying. It. Uh, it's always the same price. Yeah, five dollars for a three pound bird. Tell me that's not an incredible deal. It's uh, incredible. It's always been that's that. So good. Yeah. So the more they rotate it, the price stays the same. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you should have seen Cole's eyes on that. Like, what, what, do I do? what do I do with that question? Well, Stephen, your point's valid, though, too. I, cause, and you, Cole, you just made me think of this, actually. But, you know, You're welcome. Going on a Sunday night, because I can do that now because I'm not on the show, right? I can go get, go get a steak. And if I go to Giant Eagle or wherever around town, Kroger, wherever, the price you know, of beef, that stayed the same. It stayed the same for the last three or four years. And I don't know if that's a deal that the grocery store has with their provider, you know, their supplier or whatnot. But it's not, to your point, Stephen. It's not just a seven percent across the board. You spent hundred grand last year; it's going to be one hundred seven next year. That's not how it works. It's right. the, it's what you spend your money on, and the, each inflation metric tied to that category. So that's really, really important. Because to your point, John, it hits people in all different spots it depending does. upon where you're spending your money. It's like cancer. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, no, it, it's yeah, it's it's kind of the, it can go under the water too, just under the undertone, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, it, it, you know, bites you. You're looking, well, you're looking at me, you're Tyler. Like, I'm yeah. like, eh, I don't know. This inflation stuff's good sometimes. It's just, well, yeah, you were the one asking for it. So. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, we like house prices going up, wages going up. It's just got to not come all at once. You had a market recovery in 2009. You never had the Fed increase rates since then. And, of course, every president, every Congress, nobody wants rates to go up. That's not fun. But at the same time, it's probably necessary, and that's why the Fed should be separate doing what they do. But here we are where they're trying to catch up, and we're up almost 5% in yeah. one year. That's crazy. Where we've gone a decade where they did almost nothing, now they're trying to catch it all up in one year. And like you said, John, I mean, that affects the really the tighter end of the spectrum even more because you're not seeing your wages go up with that. Right. You might see stocks go up over time or your real estate go up, or maybe you can increase rents. But if your only source of income is your labor, that's not keeping up. So, Tony, why do we have, uh, you know, this federal federal bank out there telling us what the interest rate should be? Well, to keep prices stable, to keep full employment and price stability. You mean like now? Yeah, exactly. Uh. Exactly, John. They, that's what I'm saying. They didn't do their job. Right. We right. have them for a reason. They just they just were collecting their right. checks. So and... in a free market, in a free market, we shouldn't have them. Well, you can debate that, John. It's, I know. It's you know, this is a free market. But... It, 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 kinda, yeah. Kinda, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm scared guys. The Fed is not a, <laughs> an official branch of government. They're one of those shadow branches. You're right, John. Yeah, it sure is. It's unregulated. All that stuff. Anyway, moving on. No, I just, you know, I was sitting back flying the wall here. That's one of the things I've actually loved going back the last 11 years is watching this interaction between all of us on different topics and how we may have different viewpoints on it, but it, but it's that's okay, right? Yes, it is. That's, mm-hmm. that we should we should uh, celebrate that, right? But 
even just on these little fine-tuned points like this, uh, that's that's really what helps move a plan forward, right? Is having that open dialogue and discussion. So it's just it's been a pleasure to watch all of you over these years and just just learn. You know, we, I joke and call you the professor, but smartest guy I know, right uh, there. Oh no, that's Sean. <laughs> no, well, you know, he's the visionary and the bigger picture of everything. We, we got thank him for everything for being here. But um, that's one of the the, the Sentimental things, getting choked up here, thinking about that over the last 11 years, is just learning and growing with, with, with you guys. So more just, we got one last segment, guys. We'll be right back. You're listening to Managing to be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. You're listening to Managing to be Wealthy with fee-only financial planners of Johnny, Sestina, and Company. If you're looking for the latest stock tip or how to time the market, you've come to the wrong place. If you want help navigating all the moving pieces of what makes a financial plan successful, tune in and take notes. Welcome back to Managing to be Wealthy. This is Tyler Cook with you today, joined for the last time here in this studio by John Sestina, Cole Hammock, Tony Payne, and Craig Konstantinovich, and Stephen Lucan joining us on the phone today. So... Down the stretch we come, gentlemen. I actually just just popped into my head in the break here another story, and then I want to get into to 2023 and and talking about setting the stage for next year and and give some people some some advice there. But the one story I remember just back in the studio. Uh, this is again years ago when it, when it was live on Sunday, and we had just finished a segment kind of like we just did, and you know taking a break for commercials and all that stuff. And <laughs> I was hosting. I looked down and my button still said on air. So Uh-oh. we're having a conversation, just back and forth, and it, and it was broadcast across the entire state of Ohio. <laughs> Whatever we were talking, thankfully it was PG at the time, I think, but uh, I'll never forget I, the panic and sweats and about poop my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so, again, it's been so much fun. I, I mentioned just learning from everybody. And, and I'll, again, just one more shout-out to the team here at iHeartMedia, to all the producers who've been involved with, with us along the way. Again, to you, John, for the visionary to, to create this whole thing and, and the reason why we're all here. Uh, just thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I tell you, I'm very, I, I'm very excited to see what, quote-unquote, is the legacy. That's you guys. And it took me 50 years to find you all, but, boy, what a discovery. I mean, I'm not going to name you all because it's too powerful, but I feel confident now that the the financial planning process, as I've envisioned it over all these years, is in good hands because you guys understand it, you exercise it, and you've helped lots and lots of people at this time. How many clients are you serving now? 800? Yeah, yeah we're pushing 1,000. 1,000 yeah. clients, okay. Yep. So that many people you've helped, let alone all the speeches you've done, the little TV appearances and everything else going on. So I'm very excited from that point of view. You know, I'm going near the end here, Tyler. And so as I'm near the end, I have to know that something good was created and going to, and going to exist after me. And I see that. That's you uh, uh, and all the rest of you. So thank you all. Thanks, John. Thank you. And we see that too. I mean, it's a full circle though. The people you talk to when you gave speeches or you taught your classes or even people who've listened to the radio show for years they still come out of the woodwork, oh, and they still say, hey, we want to work with you guys. I get, so your legacy is definitely still thriving here, uh, let alone from that side of things. I still get emails. I took John's class at Ohio State in 1980. Right, <laughs> right, right. And it oh, worked. Yeah. It worked. <laughs> it's still working. It's still working, yeah. Well, thanks, John. It's, again, just a, a pleasure to have shared this moment as well as, as well as everything else we have over the years. But this radio show and podcast in particular has been a lot of fun. So uh, we'll continue in a different format again. Be sure to visit the website, managingtobewealthy.com, to stay up to date. We'll, we'll share some updates on what that new format looks like and then the visual piece, as we said, with, with YouTube uh, in the future. So 
as we set the stage here, guys, for next year, so 2023 is upon us, and it's the time people talk about resolutions and, you know, big, big changes they're going to make, and certainly financial aspects of that are, are present in a lot of people's resolutions, right? We, we hear them, and even just the conversations around the, the holidays with family at the dinner table. Oh, I saw this, by the way. Isn't it funny that, like, the cousin that came to Thanksgiving last year was really quiet? Because, you know, last year when he told you to buy Bitcoin at 40000 <laughs> he was really quiet this year at Thanksgiving. It's funny how that works. Yeah, right? Pretty funny. But in all seriousness, when you, when you do gather with family, and that's, that's, some, that's where some of these crazy ideas come from. But personally, on your planning side, just kind of setting the stage for next year, what are, what are some things, Cole, that people should be you know, looking to do as they look out into 2023? Yeah, I, I think an easy one getting into the new year is reevaluating cash flow. So that cash flow worksheet we always talk about on the show here. Because um, it's <laughs> no one likes to think about it around the holidays, right? It's the oh, last yeah. thing on anybody's mind, except uh, well, we need to pay this credit card bill in January. But planning ahead, getting into 2023, and tracking that throughout the year is just going to make sure that moving forward, you're in a good position, right? You know what you're spending, you know how you're spending, and that just gives you more control over your financial plan and uh, can help you make better decisions. So I think that's probably a good place to start for a lot of people. Yeah, Stephen, any tips out there in Seattle, sir? Yes, just keep keep thinking ahead, keep moving forward, listening to Managing to be Wealthy for continued updates. Nice. I love it. Mr. Payne, Professor Payne. When we think about next year, there's a couple things to think of. You've never been another year closer to retirement. Doesn't matter that it's a new year, but that's just the way it is. You've never been closer to retirement. All the good reasons to say, oh, let me get on the treadmill, let me get back to it, let me pay attention again. That's a pretty solid reason to pay attention to your financial plan. You've never been closer to retirement. Yeah, another one I think of, too, with that is is use some time off. A lot of people take time off between the week between Christmas and the New Year. Uh, if you're if you're married or, or in a relationship, whatever you're doing, isolate some time for the two of you to review your goals. Right? That's so yeah. important. sounds so basic, right? It sounds so basic when you say review your goals. But, John, you've said it all these years, not just discuss it, but write it down. Right. Write it down. Keep it in front of you. From that standpoint, too, it's, it's important to continually review those things. But now is a great time because you're kind of recapping, okay, what had happened last year, what was good, what was bad, what can we change going forward. You want to talk about resolutions. Well, start with just a basic goal list and write it down, keep it in front of you, and, and work towards those things. Manage to be wealthy in 2023. You know, do what all yeah, – so Go ahead, Craig. I was going to say to, to piggyback off of that, too, here, I know, Cole, you had brought up cash flow and uh, everything else, but – as we sit here, too, the other big thing to realize is, remember, inflation is not just something that's going to impact your expenses. Inflation is always or also going to be applied to tax opportunities. So as you get the year started, revisit how much you're contributing to your retirement plans, how much you may be eligible to contribute to those plans. Figure out if there is going to be a, an opportunity for you to maybe negotiate your tax bill further. Again, this year being inflation is one of the highest that we've seen in at least the last couple decades. It creates a great opportunity for people to navigate their tax situation because you may be in a slightly more favorable position than you have in the years past. 
Yeah, increased retirement contributions is the one I thought of, Craig, when you said that. Like, for example, 401k, right? The maximum contribution this year is 20500 As soon as January 1 hits, you can all of a sudden do 22500 plus catch-ups yep. if you're older like Steven. So, you know, <laughs> just, just keep that in mind. Not that much older, Tyler. <laughs> he's the second oldest here, all right? Yeah, all right. All Let's right. just call it how it is. He looks the second youngest, though, so he's got that going for him. You know, you know what else might be helpful for the new year coming? and all the stuff going on, drag out some of those old motivational movies. Now, they're not listed as motivational, like Rocky. Nice. Okay? Braveheart. Like Braveheart. Well, that's yeah. a little raw, but Brave, oh, sure. I love Braveheart. <laughs> and some others like that that really motivate. And sit there, and what is it these guys, I know it was fiction and a movie and all that, but what was it that they all had in common? Do you ever think about that? What did they all have in common, no matter whether it was Rocky, Braveheart, whatever the case? They didn't wear a shirt. I gave that up a long time ago. It's cool. But uh, I think I heard it there. What did you say, Stephen? Uh, they were all underdogs. No, now you're close, but that's not quite it. They all focused on one point. They all had one goal that drove them. Braveheart was willing to go to death because he believed in the freedom that he was talking about. Rocky didn't want to be knocked down. So forth and so forth. I think that's a key point too. Back to my hey, about goal setting, right? It's there's there's one priority. There's not priorities, right? Especially in financial planning, there's one. There's one priority. Right. So when you're sitting down discussing those things, pick one thing because you can't do it all at once to begin with. But there's one priority. When that's done, move on to the on to the next one. Right. That, that strategy works over and over again. It's not again. It sounds basic, but it's that's the fundamentals, right? The fundamentals it's are the, the key. Fundamentals. You got to do one thing and then move on. Gee, I wish our Congress would do that. On <laughs> <laughs> <In> that note, <laughs> that wraps right. the last segment here. Again, thank you so much to everybody at, at six ten WTVN. You guys have been fantastic for eleven years. Speaking on behalf of the group and the company, we've had a, a wonderful time doing this, and we wish everybody the best this holiday season. So, for one last time, you've been listening to Managing to Be Wealthy on News Radio six ten. WTVN.